no not working apologies guys but the show must go on got it no worries ttyl yeah okay just press record all right i already did welcome to foot guns it is friday <laughs> july 25th uh you're hearing live uh action of me and hal buying um the latest uh shitcoin shit shit uh so let's so i i was a little spaced out when we were recording we were, had our appointment to record this because uh the new thing is the hamster token h-a-m-s that is uh i guess an online betting platform on ethereum is that, can... is that how you describe it as the new thing, <laughs> <laughs> thing. where you, there's four hamsters wait hold on i was on it four hamsters and they release them and you can bet on which hamster wins i guess through this token but uh but that, it's like twitch right they have like a stream on twitch with like some hamsters where we're like yep. un we're unsure where the hamsters are being procured from yeah there are a lot of unanswered questions about the hamster token but uh my question is do you think this is a response to the uh xrp uh <laughs> litigation <laughs> People are like, we just got the all clear to make um, hamster racing, you know, number one American pastime now. Um, holy crap! People are like, people are adding liquidity to the. Uh, there's there's almost a million dollars of liquidity of this thing for the for the hamsters. I mean, yeah, I would I would advocate that anyone listening to this just completely just stop listening. Actually, probably just turn the podcast off. I mean, I think crypto is kind of like. Um, sort of broken right i mean everyone's sort of like depressed don't know what to do uh all this ftx shit happened everyone lost all their money bitcoin sort of stalled out ethereum sort of stalled out and um yeah i guess there's a new generation of people that realize that it's really easy to make an erc20 to token on ethereum and uh if you've got a buddy that's got 20 grand or whatever you can convince them to back the token on uh uniswap and you know, literally that XRP case just came out and said, um, you know, basically putting a token onto Uniswap and letting other people buy it is now sort of all clear if you're going to believe the precedent of that case, right? I mean, I was listening to one of those crypto lawyer podcasts and of course the lawyers were like, well, actually it doesn't mean that, but it does kind of seem like it means that, right? Because what, what they said, what do they say? Like when Ripple sold to accredited investors earlier on um that was the security but then when they just did other stuff with the token and when it was selling on coinbase and other secondary markets that was not a security um or just that basically like it's complicated and every token is kind of like a case-by-case -case analysis right yeah yeah well so okay i mean let's uh let's be very serious for because i know there's there's uh, a lot of people that listen that might actually be people that are uh Willing to be as degenerate as we are and maybe go throw some money yeah. around at this stuff. <laughs> the next race is starting in 41 seconds. Oh, that, oh wait, hold on. I need a, I need a link to this Pull it up. race because I both you and I are now long the ham token. Um, but yeah, no. So, I, um, but but look, look. Um, no, it's very serious though. Trying to save people actual money. <laughs> hamsters hamsters.gg forward slash play hamsters.gg forward slash play exactly. i mean this reminds me so much of 20 race um, starts 16 like all right the hamsters names are oliver milo buster and sparky in the last race that i saw the green one buster 
kind of like broke out and got like a bit of a head start. Oh shit, the blue one's out. All right, it's starting. Oliver's going to take it away. He's like, the other three hamsters have not even... Oh shit, he went back in his cage. Okay, now the green one's coming. (laughs) This is ridiculous. I think we need to like... Okay, we need. I wish we were on video right now. Like describing to you guys what's going on right now is it looks like there's four animals being. They don't look like they're they're sacred crypto. I mean, I I mean, no. What they're gonna get? Buster the green one. um, The green one just won. Okay. Percent of the return. Oh, the green one. Holy shit, dude! That was that was an incredible race. Wow. Uh, But do you think they get like a percentage of the winnings? The hamsters? Like, are they being? Do, do they live in like really nice, you know, hamster? Uh, they got hamster pellets, hotels or whatever. Yeah, extra hamster pellets. Um, but no, seriously. Uh, back to what I was saying. Uh, if you go on deck screener, I think if you really want to participate in this kind of stuff, um, and you find it interesting, um, you know, the, the things that I'll point out is if you go on deck screener and you you bring up this hams token you'll you'll see some issues with the token um from this like security mm-hmm. dashboard they have first of all uh the transfer of the token is possible which most tokens actually um allow this like you know even even big dow tokens but the point is that um if the team wanted to they could uh up, you know upgrade the uh contract and pause uh transfer of the tokens for people uh you know so basically you would be forced to be stuck in your trade there's also a buy and sell tax of 5%. So you're instantly losing 5% on the way in and on the way out with this token. Um, and that tax is not modifiable though. So um, that is always going to exist like always um, for this token. And, uh, you know, that all being said, uh, you know, do what you want to do. I just, I'm just trying to give everybody like the, uh, the tools and yeah that's that's uh deckscreener.com you can basically any of these um what i like to refer to as shit coins i think i think honestly like this is the most shit coining shit coins i've ever seen like these things are objectively worthless um you know there there's obviously some value in having fun watching a hamster race online with your friends or whatever but um yeah, I don't know. Do your own research, right? I don't know. What, what do you What do you say to people here, Wasabi? Like, what look, is happening? Look, I okay. Number one, look. I don't know. I, I'm starting to feel something again. I'm starting to feel something again. That's all I know. I think crypto is coming back. I think this is fun. I mean, the, fun the fun. The fun is the back. Fun is certainly coming back. Um, yeah, the fun is here. I had a bunch of ETH that I had been stuck in shared stake. This protocol that rugged, and then it was like a bunch of staked ETH that was stuck there. They just like two days ago released released it, so people are starting to withdraw, and it looks like the protocol is actually like a legit protocol. So I'm looking at like getting out of that. Those ETH are burning a hole in my pocket. There's a shitcoin season going on. There's like these meme coins, and like I don't know, like compare hamster racing coin with actual fucking hamsters and like a product to like Pepe coin. Like this seems like this is actually like. Say what you will about the hamsters. Say what you will about uh, about anything. But this is a, a legitimate racing. You know, it's a legitimate gambling product. And I mean, there have been takes about like, okay, if the only use case of Ethereum. I mean, I, w- I would I would stop you there and say that it is definitely not. A if the only use of Ethereum. Product, it is- <laughs> 
we have no idea where these hamsters are coming from. We don't know how they're being taken care of. You know, do these people have a license to race these hamsters? Right. I mean, this is uh, it's it's risk, right? There's there's <laughs> there's a bunch of risk here. Did you buy your hamster token yet? Oh, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I think we're yeah. So like since we started, um, and yeah, this is the thing. It's like, is it too late, right? Are the people listening to this podcast? Is it too late for them to buy ham? I, I would, I would say yes, right? Because the way this like meme sensation has been going on is like, I'm, I'm probably gonna exit this position before we finish this podcast. I, mm. I don't know. Like you're, you're more of like a long term buy and hold kind of guy. I'm going to Warren Buffett these hamsters <laughs> for 20 years. I'm going to pass them down to my grandchildren. Yeah, exactly. So I'm up 20% since we started the podcast. And so, yeah, I don't know. You know, at this point, I'm starting to think, okay, you know, how, how legitimate are these are these hamsters? And uh, uh, is tomorrow, you know, somebody going to have like a bird racing token or, you know, um, for instance, like I had the idea of, of horse racing, right? I don't know if you've ever heard of heard of that. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I mean, uh, there's also a token called Bitcoin um, that's been going up. Uh, Bitcoin, like B-I-T-C-O-I-N. Um, but uh, I think if you look at the description of it, it says something like Harry Potter, Obama, Sonic, Pen, Inu. And um, <laughs> it is backed by absolutely nothing besides like, you know, I think some people made like a Discord and a Telegram or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, that one actually, I don't, I think it doesn't have a, a buy tax. And, but again, these are, these are the things it's just like, if you're actually, if you're still listening and you actually want to participate, like, please just come into the BookUp's Discord and be like, hey, have you guys heard of this token? Like, do some minimal due diligence, like, and, and, and absolutely do not buy these things with money that you're not willing to lose because, you, you know, you're looking at, I mean, this is like worse than buying, like, call options on NVIDIA that expire tomorrow, right? Like, um, you, you're probably going to lose most of the time. But, um, hey, I mean, it's fun to watch these hamster races, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I think we've done some pretty degenerate podcasts in the past, but I think this might be one of the most degenerate ones. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm buying things like Scooby and Barbie and uh, what's another one? Uh, like something to do with, oh yeah, we already said Sonic the Hedgehog, but there's like a Dumbledore. I mean, it's just, it's just stupid what's going on right now. Um, I'm not surprised that Bitcoin stalled out, right? Like <laughs> the people the people that would be normally coming into the space buying Bitcoin and Ethereum are just like, you know, losing money on, um, on these random shit coins. And uh, for me, it just seems like that gaze that was like on the NFT market has now realize that they can just mint erc20 tokens um because it kind of has the same feeling to me as when you know all these nft collections were coming out left and right and everyone was just like aping into them right and like we actually kind of saw the same thing um remember when brc20 that bitcoin um with the ordinals thing and they minted some yep. nfts and everyone kind of went wild and they were like oh look this nft it's worth so much money and then now no one cares about that like I, there's just this sort of like gaze of crypto twitter that like of people looking for sort of fast gains and fast money right which is why i think that um two to three months from now almost all these tokens are going to be worth you know zero or near zero um i think the most interesting question actually is does the pepe token right um because that's sort of what started this does pepe craze. come back 
Yeah, does does the pet no, I think I wouldn't say come back, but does it actually have like, you know, if in six months, like does it have any um value to it, right? Or is it or has everyone completely left this whole okay, we realize that these are worthless and we were all just having fun. You know, it's kinda like when you go to the casino. I mean, it's exactly like you when you go to the casino, you're willing to lose money just to have fun, right? Um and then everyone moves on to the next thing. I, I would I would you know, if there was a way for me to bet on uh, six m- months from now, none of these tokens are worth anything. Uh, you know, I would I would love to bet on that because uh, it it is fun right now. But yeah, just in seriousness, I, I do think like Pam's will be worth zero. Pepe will probably be worth almost nothing, um, and all these like clone tokens will also be worth almost nothing. Um, do you do you agree or disagree? I agree with that. With the caveat that there there are these things like doge and and meme you know like meme coins have stuck around for multiple cycles and sometimes they come back even bigger than the past so there are some that acquire this lindiness and come back right um depending on how they're able to capture attention and when people pump them and stuff so um but yeah i would say you know 99% will be gone or greater um, and otherwise it's just fun. I'm just wondering, what does this tell us about the market liquidity where we are? I mean, I think in our last podcast, I was kind of saying like, we seem to be in this sort of like limbo where I don't know, is it, is it the all clear? Like we were, you know, we cut rate or we raised rates, the market went down, then it sort of bottomed and, um, banking crisis liquidity came back although the rates weren't cut, but like, was there this round of stealth QE that like pumped the market back up and now kind of like we're back to the races. Um, and does this, is this meme coin mania another data point in that? Like, is this like the extreme right. is it, risk is it edge of like of liquidity? liquidity? Right. I mean, you know, look at NVIDIA, right. And look at um, pretty much anything related to do to any stock that has AI in it. and Oh, Actually, um, we should uh, pause and I should congratulate you because most of my trading friends are commodities traders or um, crypto traders, uh, and I don't have very many friends that trade equities, so I listen to a lot of podcasts about equities to learn, Mm -hmm. Um, and you brought up on this podcast, I can't remember exactly when, um, your calls on these different, um, you know, medications for weight loss and all i hear about every day now and i haven't actually gone and looked at the stocks to see if um i'm I'm imagining they've gone up in in price but um yeah you basically like made this call that there was these like weight loss drugs etc etc and now like i just hear it all the time on all these different podcasts so um yeah do you want to like talk about that are are your are are these trades going up uh again i haven't actually oh yeah oh yeah so at the start, I brought I bought Nvidia or sorry not Nvidia, uh, Eli Lilly and Novo Nordisk, um, which so Eli was the bigger diversified pharma company and Novo Nordisk was diabetes focused uh, company and they have narrower range of drugs for for diabetes. Um, and the catalyst is these uh, semi glutide GLP one class of drugs that causes you to lose significant amounts of weight. Um, I exited Novo and am more heavy into Eli Lilly. I have like long-term options and also shares. I'd say that's still probably my biggest um, position 
just because there is now seemingly like a weight loss drug that works. Um, and if you can imagine the market size of that, like it's enormous, right? And this is going to be like a multi-decade trade. They can't make enough. They're like selling out everywhere. People are um, paying a thousand dollars a month for these things. If you look on TikTok or Twitter, or talk to people, like you see anecdotes of it. Um, so it's one of these things that is connected to the ultra ultra wealthy people who can afford a thousand bucks or thirteen hundred bucks a month right now. But um, the future catalysts are like more more effective versions of this. So like Eli, the re reason I sold Nor Novo and went more into Lily is that they're having one called Munjaro, which is like the next generation one that's even more weight loss. And Eli Lily is also developing one that is in pill form. So like the big negative is like you, it's, you have to get one of these like insulin type injectors and inject yourself. So um, imagine a universal weight loss drug in pill form. Just think of like the financial potential of that. So yeah, yeah, just, that's my biggest position. Um, I didn't come with my, or I started hearing about it. These guys, Dumb Money and other like stock podcasts that I listen to, they do what's called like social ARB investing. Um, and that's just like, oh, if you see your friends talking about something or you overhear this trend or you're at the beach and you notice everyone's wearing Crocs, like these are things you should be like hyper aware of and just start researching more. So um, that's one that they picked up on. There's a trade that I came up with my on my own, like just based on this um, for Duolingo that I just got into last week um, on the same kind of like basis. Um, I just have multiple people like my cousin, um, people I play music with, random people in my life who are doing Duolingo and kind of like addicted to it do it every day like my yeah well nephew... so my only pushback on that is um i <laughs> i went through and actually i didn't i, I didn't go back and, I, I don't think the stock was like publicly traded at the time so i don't think there's any data on it but um i think it was about five or six years ago that uh i was doing duolingo with sort of the same way with a bunch of different friends and that sort of thing and um Mm -hmm. I think actually several of us managed to keep like up the, you know, the game that they have on there is that you like do it every day and you get this, you know, you get you these get streaks and whatever. Yeah. Streaks. And I think, you know, several of us managed to keep it up for like over a year. And um, yeah, I mean, maybe I, my vocabulary increased in the language that I was learning, but I did not feel any better <laughs> at uh, speaking the language. That's for sure. So um I, I i am questioning it as just from my personal use of it and maybe it's changed maybe they've learned i mean that was five or six years ago maybe they've gotten it better and that's why it's sort of resurging but um yeah as a as a use case crypto maxi i do agree with you and maybe i will go install it myself and start using it before i buy the stock but um maybe at that point it's too late right uh that's that's the the hard part of investing, right, is, um, and that's why I like uh, looking at the price and volume and, you know, different types of sentiment is uh, you might have a good idea, but you might just be at the wrong time, right? You might, you might be too late, you might be too early, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you have the stomach for it, if you have money that you're not willing to lose, I, I, I think it's a good, um, I'm, I'm personally watching the chart now to see for an entry. So it. you're saying yeah. long hamster, short Duolingo? Uh, I actually, I literally just messaged this this 
to another chat. Uh, I'm actually short uh, link, you know, the token link, chain link. Which, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is the weirdest thing ever because I will actually – okay, I'll go and I'll give you my um, my chain link thesis. I think chain link is an amazing token. I think it deserves to be top 10, maybe even could be higher. I don't know. You know, you never know what's going to come along. But, um, you know, chain link is basically delivering data to so many different participants in the crypto world. And eventually, in my mind, it will become, you know, what <laughs> what it – what it wants to do, which is like this link between sort of TradFi data collection and um, crypto blockchain where you have, you know, you have to have a trusted source that's providing data to you on the blockchain because the blockchain is, you know, immutable in certain ways. Um, yep. And so, yeah, I think Chainlink has like, uh, I would buy it for a long-term like 10-year hold or whatever. Um, but at the moment, it was just like super overbought because... Um, all this news came out about how, you know, they're going to be using the token as sort of like the way Ethereum, like how you have to spend Ethereum to use Ethereum. They're, they're saying, okay, well now you're going to have to like spend link to um, use the chain link network, um, which is, you know, great way to um, earn money. I think, I think it's a good way for them to, um, you know, actually turn the thing into a real business. Um, but yeah, for me, it's just like, okay, well that's short term, um overbought and hams is probably <laughs> short-term underbought right <laughs> uh so yeah i'm 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 hedging my hams bet with a chain link short basically right now which uh let's see is is, is link doing well link it yeah you know i mean it's gonna try it's probably gonna i'm probably gonna get stopped out because there's yeah there's a lot of exuberance around link from the the recent news and that sort of thing so all i have to do is like send out a tweet about AI or Elon will tweet about them or something and my short's dead, but yeah, I'm going for it. It looks like yesterday it went up like 15, 20%. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, but it's uh, it's on the back of just a few market participants. Uh, you know, some on-chain sleuthing showed that uh, it was just a few people that bought it. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm uh, probably going to get wrecked in these shorts, but I'm going for it anyways. Cartel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, you know, it's really hard to try and uh, short something that has that sort of momentum, uh, you know, as, as people learned with NVIDIA, right? Like uh, NVIDIA just sort of has just been stupidly going up and up and up and, uh, you know, shorts haven't been working, even though it's like, well, this thing's up 200 something percent in the last year. Like, Certainly, it's going to go back down, but you know, timing is everything, right? Um, so if yeah, if you you open your shorts too early, then it's the same thing as losing money, right? <laughs> yeah, I sold my call. I posted in the Discord. I bought Nvidia calls like right after it went across four hundred, and people were saying it was not going to go up more. Um, I bought some calls and exited. I think some yesterday and some today, just on this pullback. But that was a nice little trade, also. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, 400 was like a big round number, right? 300, big round number. It felt pretty obvious that, you know, it was going to lose 400 and go back down. But uh, I don't know what it's at. Wait, what's it at right now? Uh, yeah, I, th I found like it. Like 450? Just... Yeah, and I think it peaked at, uh... oh, it's down quite a bit right now. Um, 
Oh, yeah, peaked at 482. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just, for me, that's the, that big round number thing, right? It's like it finally failed to get to another big round number. Like, no one knows what this thing is anymore. It's, like, lost its mind, basically. <laughs> so are you in any other stock trades right now? Um, Nothing with size. I, I've i actually been buying the VIX for the first time, like, ever. Like, the actual... I mean, VXX, the uh, ETF, which like, I think, mm -hmm. you know, you're at a huge disadvantage buying the ETF. But um, uh, the reason I'm doing it is it's just it's like so unbelievably oversold, um, which, you know, I mean, buy things that are going down, they're probably going to go down more. So, but I, I, you know, that's one of my things that I like to do is try and uh, not necessarily time bottoms, but like, you know, try and get near bottoms right and buy near bottoms uh so it just feels like it's i don't know i hear so many people just like oh the vix is broken the vix is this the vix is that it doesn't work etc cetera, etc cetera. and like you know at the same time uh nvidia's you know tapped out at 481 and is a huge percentage of uh the s&p 500 right now right so um yeah, that that's sort of like the only trade that I have going on that's related to equities is I uh, just keep buying the VIX. <laughs> I'm I think I'm down like ten. Is that basically yeah, just as like a short? Like why why would you buy the VIX as opposed to just buying like spy puts or something? Uh yeah, it's the it's the idea that like well so first of all when you buy puts like that's a whole different right you have to deal with the options themselves you have to deal with like you know all the gammas and. Uh, the options could be overpriced, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the VIX is is the ratio of the puts to calls. And so buying the VIX is um, a different... I mean, okay, yeah, it's correlated, right? The VIX is anti-correlated to uh, the price of the stock market, right? So, um, but yeah, there's, there's a chance that like buying the VIX will outperform buying puts because, um, well, first of all, the puts have to they have an expiry, right? So you have to pick the date where the VIX I can just hold on for forever. Um, but yeah, there's a, the biggest problem there is there's like management fees on the VIX. And then there's like a weird thing with um, like rolling over futures and, and that sort of thing. Uh, so yeah. Right. Well, you're, you're not supposed to hold it. You're supposed to be like, right. I'm, as a I'm expecting yeah. it to, to perform in a short period of time. Um, like for me, it's like two to three months or something like that. I'm I'm thinking, uh, but yeah, you know, it, it for me it's more of of a, a hedge, right? I, I've I sell all my like spot crypto, and um, I, I don't have spot stock, but you know, historically crypto, I mean, it still kind of has, right? Bitcoin has been pretty correlated to Nasdaq this year, even though it's um sort of under underperformed, you know, the the biggest uh, stocks in the Nasdaq, um. Yeah, it's still sort of just like a hedge against my spot positions. So um, I'm not really looking for, you know, to retire on my, my VIX play. But hey, if it if it performs, I'll I'll be happy. That's for sure. <laughs> By the way, I wish I like, can we somehow can you like edit in this hamster music? Like so that we just. Have yeah, 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 yeah. This podcast? Because it is incredible. I've just had I've had the, I have the stream up. <laughs> How, how long do we have till the next race? We have we have 36 minutes to the next race. And th so there's actually a website that you can bet on these things. It's not like, so this is like a little bit more than a shitcoin, right? It's like slightly more than a shitcoin. It's a shitcoin backed, backed by real life hamsters. 
at least it has a product. At least there's some, like, that's what I, I, when I used the word legitimate earlier, I was referring to that. At least there's like something that happens and it's like with Pepe, there's not something that happens. You just trade Pepe and that's the thing, right? Cause it's like the strength of the meme is what you're buying and selling. But like with the hamsters, it's like a working game, right? The hamsters Strength run across the street hamsters. and they're cute, right? <laughs> You're buying and selling the the will, the cuteness, the, the live, the livelihood and will of these hamsters. <laughs> I mean, no, you know, like that's why I brought up horse racing, right? It's like you know, hey, it, have we ever raced animals before? Sure. Um, you know what it kind of reminds me of is Twitch plays Pokemon. I don't know if you remember that, and then. There was fish plays Pokemon where someone put a fish in a tank and then they were like, okay, if it's in this certain area of the tank, it'll press a button on the uh, uh, a Nintendo controller. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people literally donated, you know, I-, I don't know how much exactly, but many thousands of dollars to the person that made this Twitch account. So um, to me, this is not new. Like the hamster thing uh it's it's a twitch phenomena in my opinion more than a crypto phenomena the fact that there's a crypto now attached to it shows that you know crypto is making progress um <laughs> uh, so yeah you know we sent spf to jail and now he has well he's at his parents house right in in parent jail uh, so he's grounded uh for losing billions of people's dollars um and now we get to watch hamsters race cuz that's thank you thanks <laughs> good that's what the industry has now become (laughs) but do you honestly think that if the uh xrp case had gone the other way that the hamsters would have been like no it's too risky the sec is gonna like come crack down on this do you think it has really anything to do with that in some way yes i mean do i actually want to say that like out loud on a podcast not really but like yeah there's a part of me that thinks that um that xrp case sort of like I mean, you saw what happened, right? Like crypto went up, sold off, right? What did everybody do? They they took their ETH and their Bitcoin profits and then they were like, okay, how can we, you know, what do we do? We go buy as many hamsters as possible. We launch a token, you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I think that the hamster token would have would have launched. Do I think it would have been successful? No. I think I think people would have um uh, I think if the XRP case had gone the other way, Bitcoin would be at like $15,000 and I'd be buying a lot of it right now. Um, are we buying pudgy penguins? Yeah, well, I think, did you buy one? I bought one. Oh, you did? Which you bought one yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I, which, I didn't I know, buy one I mean, yet. And to be it, fair, like, we're not the kind of people that, you know, chill, chill things. I, I posted this actually um well, oh, I bought it like a month or no, it was two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I don't know. There was like I, I logged into the Twitter and everyone was being very bearish NFTs. And I hadn't looked at NFTs for almost a year. And I pulled up the price chart and I was just like, holy shit, like what is going on? Uh, so I didn't even question it. Um, I've, I've always thought Pudgy Penguins was like one of the most interesting projects for the same reason that you're talking about, which is like, you know, there's a product sort of backing it. Um so yeah, so I bought one, uh, and I bought it in the public Discord and talked about it. So it's not like I was uh, hiding this information. I do think um, uh, that I might buy another one, though. Um, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm trying to be patient because 
Uh, I think I would like to be able to buy like two or three. Um, it's the only NFT project that I've been like, okay, I could see, I could see holding on to this for a couple of years actually um, being useful as the project evolves and they build more products, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Can we buy one in the Foot Guns Treasury? We certainly could. Yeah, yeah. We we have a, we have enough. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy one. I was gonna buy one yesterday, and it was uh, now the floor is up point two ETH. I'm getting filled. Yeah, I know. That's why. That's why I didn't even. I was just. I didn't even question it. I was just like, I don't. I have no idea what's going on. Like, I, 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 I still not quite sure why all the NFTs sold off. Like, I, I read a few threads by people, but I couldn't get like a very consistent narrative. Some people were blaming it on uh, the blur farming that like you know this protocol blur came out that it's actually yep. quite nice um uh you know useful if you want to be involved in nft trading and stuff and i guess people were like trying to increase trading volume so that they could get the token or like there's going to be another airdrop or etc or something uh and you know some but uh, you know i don't necessarily think that that's quite the right reason like you know most likely what happened is some people sold right to to get liquidity and uh there was just no buyers right i mean that's just sort of how it goes so um yeah i mean for me i just saw big sales and no buyers and so i said okay like you know i'll step in and i mean you can there's a thousand quotes from you know old traders and money managers that are like you know, you need to be the one that provides liquidity when no one else does, right? And that's ten that tends to be the place where you actually make some money. So let's go over the thesis for Pudgy Penguins because I I they had not really been on my radar until I watched this podcast with the guy who's like the CEO of Pudgy Penguins. So um that was really eye opening and what, what made me consider buying one. So it's like his thing did you watch the interview that I sent? I did not, but I um I am well versed in the pudgy penguin. Um, in the pudgy verse. <laughs> yeah, in the pudgy verse, sort of. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've been I've been shilled the story by lots of different um, people, and yeah, I I buy it. I'm I'm in. I'm a. I'm well. I mean, I bought one, right? So I'm in. Right. <laughs> so it's this guy Luca Nets who bought. I guess he bought the brand pudgy penguins for two million dollars and. Um, he seems to be like one of the few people that's actually commercializing the NFT. So like they have a toy, several like pudgy penguin toys and this guy's background is in toys and merchandising. Um, so he, he does seem to like understand this like brand building playbook. And so he wants to go with like a mass branding strategy with like toys and shows and stuff like that. Um, so it's like the Barbie movie. I just heard an interview with the guy behind that, and they were just like, "Yeah, you know, we own all these brands. It's not just a movie. It's about like it's about creating, you know, um, fans, right? It's about creating like fans of pudgy penguins, right? Right, right. So yeah, it's that. So then I guess like of the NFTs, pudgies are cute. They're kind of like almost like the Disney of NFTs, right? Like they're like appeal to kids like i could see like toys being made and stuff um and his other thing was like most most of these nft projects are like diluting the marketplace like that was one thing with like milady so i have a milady that's gone up a lot um 
and they just are constantly doing like new derivative NFT collections. That's like boy, Miladies and like this and that Miladies, uh, Malibu Stacy Miladies, you know, like different, like spinoff collections, which, and like, this guy is like very much against that. He's like, dude, just don't dilute the market, especially in the bear market, um, focus on like the core fans and stuff. So that made sense to me. Um, so maybe I'll make a switch here. I do like, I do like my Milady, but, uh, but I'm kind of more. Wait, you're saying, that. you're saying that you're, you're not willing to bring new money in, but you're willing to trade an NFT that you already have for a penguin. Is that what you're saying? Cause that so, to me, well, it's cause I think that's important, right? Cause that makes me bearish now, <laughs> you know? Cause like what, you know, why is, like, how are these things actually going to go up? It's when it's when some new people are like, okay, you know what? I actually, I already have an NFT and I want a second NFT or, um, you know, a completely new buyer, right? That's never had an NFT before and comes in and, and buys this, right? You see what I'm True. saying? Well, what I might do is the Milady that I have is not like a floor. It's like a rarity. So if I would sell that, like if I could actually get like what it's worth, like a two X a floor or something. And then I would get a floor pudgy penguin and a floor milady and then have both. But yeah, again, that's not putting in new money. I'm not going to like make a distribution from like my business account to buy a pudgy penguin. Right. I'm, I'm laughing internally and maybe not out loud as hard as I want to right now, because um, my, (laughs) my grandma messaged me like, two weeks ago it was like uh listen i listened to your podcast she was like i don't really know what you were talking about but i like to hear your voice and and so if she listens to this one like i i do i, I think she might think that we're actually uh insane like i, I, I and, and so i have actually kind of realized like i think this shit coining um like new phenomena it's a um it's a call option on like insanity right it's literally just like you're saying, okay, I'm going to put in a tiny bit of money in case the world is so crazy that some of these things actually turn into something, right? Like if the world has gone so mad and, you know, I, I, we don't need to say exactly what could go wrong to cause this, but like if there's somehow some huge liquidity injections into the markets, like, yeah, I mean, I want to be long hams. I want to be long pudgy penguins. I want to be long, you know, what was the the Harry Potter sonic mm-hmm. whatever the obama 10 enu right it's just yeah. i mean that because people will we we learned the lesson last time right which is um people are just gonna start putting money into whatever they they feel like because that's what they do when they have too much money i mean i don't know that, that's that's my simple thesis <laughs> i'm trying to like i feel like the goal here because we i mean what what else what else is going on in the market that's like actually interesting i mean the uh there is certainly the fact that the nasdaq is like trying to make an all-time high i wish we had cletus here he probably you know he he wouldn't have been able to suffer through any of this uh this crypto talk but um yeah I, my, my main goal is to make it another 24 minutes <laughs> and we could always edit some stuff to watch out the next race before. To this next hamster race, <laughs> like now, yeah, um, that was the first. That was the first one I've actually watched, and uh, it it is entertaining and it is kind of fun. Yeah. I wonder if we can figure out how to do the actual betting before the next race. I I, I want to know like where these hamsters are coming from, though, for real. 
Right. Are they like Siberian hamsters? Are they but you're saying that they're Russian recycling. Sanctions? They're like recycling hamsters, right? Like they're not um, like it's not like like how many hamsters are participating in the whole like in and are, like is there like a fantasy fantasy sports like aspect to it where you can pick like, you know, a, like you can draft like hamsters or, or is it just like race by race? I don't know. The hamsters look well fed to me. That's one thing. They don't look like they've been mistreated. They look happy. I have no idea where they are. Do you, how do you bet? So it looks like you have to be on Binance. So this is like, a yeah, Binance it's thing, like right? BSD. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to be on Binance smart chain to be able to bet on this. I don't know. It's the, the bets are denominated in the Binance stable. USD. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think CZ like, do you, see, do you think CZ is market making this? Like everyone accuses him of, uh, of just being in every pocket and, and all of crypto. Like, do you think that Binance actually, you know, the Binance cartel launched this protocol? They acquired the hamsters. Um, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Quite possibly. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, this guys, seems like a perfect a NFT, slow, uh, a, is, NFT collab. It's a slow summer in crypto, everybody. Um, yeah, okay, so should we buy a pudgy penguin with a foot guns token? I mean we can um we can We'd have put to make a, a proposal, right? Yeah, we can put a vote out on the Discord. Uh we haven't we haven't really done much in a long time. We did make the executive decision to um buy some uh Matic because we were worried we were gonna get completely rugged by the uh mm, USDC on chain. Uh, so that was a bit of like an emergency decision done by the multi-sig, which is uh, five. Well, actually, I think there's six of us, but uh, we haven't heard from Liquidity in a long time. If you're listening, shout out to Liquidity. If you're out there still, <laughs> talk to us. But yeah, if, if uh, let's do it. Let's just make the proposal uh, tomorrow. Hopefully people will listen to this podcast and come into the Discord and vote on whether or not we should use the money that we earn from foot guns to buy a pudgy penguin. I'm not absolutely not going to buy shit coins with uh, the treasury funds. The, those are funds we're willing to lose. Um, I, yeah. Did we, did we actually make the case for pudgy penguins or should we talk about it more? I, I Yeah. For me, I'm like the branding is really nice. Uh, this acquisition, you know, got a lot of, um, uh, volume back into the token we talked we've talked about this for or sorry it's not a token it's an nft i just view it like a crypto token they're the same thing right there's eight thousand eight hundred and eighty eight uh pudgy penguins to me they're like tokens i don't quite um uh get why certain ones are worth others there's like you know you can say oh this one's more rare etc etc um that's the part that I don't really buy with the NFTs. Like all I look at is the floor play, the 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 floor price and the um, mm -hmm. min bid or whatever. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, uh, maybe we should talk about that for a second. Um, do you like? Do you look at rarity and all that sort of things when you're buying an NFT? Because uh, for me, I'm just like I'm gonna just go buy the cheapest one or the one that looks like the most uh, value. Um. I do, I do try to pick one that I like, enjoy and like, and think I would hold for a while. Um, so in the case of the Milady that I have, it has the Bass Pro Shops, which is like some joke we've been saying on Footcoins for a while. So it's like, like, what? So you're, 
you really um i mean I, I think that's really powerful because um like you really view it as if you're buying like a piece of art right like you're you're like what is the quality like what is this like the natural like intrinsic quality or like what does it like speak to me um and yeah i i cannot believe you found the bass pro shop one that is like incredible but then i've also bought ones that are just floor just because i'm like bullish on the collection or whatever um so it's a mix but i do tr try to find or at least try to find one like near the floor that i personally enjoy too right and i mean price matters too right because i think when you bought your miladies they were very cheap right i mean relative right they were, they were um like were 0.3 the, or half an eth or something yeah right right and at the time um wasn't i mean were the markets doing well i can't remember oh no it was during the bear of the summer okay um, and okay then... so 0.3 eth was like not very much us dollars at the time yeah 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 and then right. like they went up to like six or seven eth when elon musk tweeted some like milady meme that was the peak kind of like a month or two ago maybe like in may he did that and so now it's like around three eth right right yeah yeah well i mean but that's pretty crazy right for it to find a floor you know around three eth after uh right it's, it's like, like a 10x simply... Simply going up because of an Elon tweet. Um, okay, so the our hamstrings. But the thing with the floors is like you can't doing well. By the way, I mean uh, we're still we're still going up. I think um, I think if any, let's see, how are you going to publish this pod? We're going to publish this podcast tomorrow. I can probably publish it tonight or tomorrow. Either way, I think we publish it tonight because um, if anyone that's listening actually cares. I think you got an entry at minus forty five percent. That's um, I mean that's the thing about these shit coins, right? Is like, and that's why you have to only put in money you're willing to lose. And like for me, they they act very much like options, like these like hyper options, um, because you know charting this thing like I would like Bitcoin right now or something like that, and I'm just like, okay, where's support? And it's like, oh yeah, it's just minus forty five percent, you know. Um, but then you're like, oh, well, what's the upside? Like the upside's like a hundred percent, right? Which is again why I'm I I'm personally not viewing these things as like long term holds. Um, I think what you could do is like if you you know if you make quite a bit of money um, on one of these things, you could leave like a small percentage in and just like let that ride. But um, again, like we said, it's probably just like going to go to zero. But um, yeah, I, it would be nice to try and get this out where if anyone's listening at this point and is actually like wanting to trade these things could could hear me say that uh, I think it might go down 45% and that there might be an entry. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Okay, we're at we're at 15 minutes. So no, 16 minutes till the next race. I'm, I'm starting to get excited. Um, how do you see the actual names? It just To me, it's just like teal red green and yellow hamsters oh let me start the stream and by the way i i feel like we, we ha we're gonna put a link too because i feel like most people um that are listening probably think that we're joking about the fact that this is a, a real hamster race oh no i'm watching the, the countdown you can see their names the site is has a really weird design like the text is black so it's hard to read so the right. blue hamster's name is popcorn the red hamster's name is ck the green is Rocky and the yellow is Charlie. Nice. I'm a fan of pop popcorn. Popcorn, okay. That's a good I'm I've always been a fan of like the name of a you know 
the name of an athlete, and these hamsters are definitely athletes, um, is what really, I mean. They like, have a ton of hamsters. Part. Like on the left, you can see like the hamster replays of the other winners, right? So you can see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you need to get some fucking stat arb going and get their stats. Create the hamster stats because they don't have any of that. There's huge alpha here if you knew like the records of these. Yeah, is there insider like? Because who's va- you know who's validating that this is actually a live stream, right? Like I, I guess like Twitch, right? right? Twitch is saying Anti- this is a live stream. Anti-doping, be- like how do they know they're not juicing one of the hamsters with like right? God knows. What. Yeah, I mean that's been a big hamster problem steroids in all sports, right? <laughs> Guys, Bitcoin and and sorry, anyone out there. Anyone out there? Dude, it's about to break $2. Hams is about to break $2. Oh, Bitcoin is going sideways for how many days? 30 something like 36 days. Like, I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. So this is the hamster racing podcast. Um, <laughs> you want to, you want to, I mean, yeah, let's just keep recording and you can just cut it out. I mean, we have 14 minutes to the race. Uh, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Like literally um, everything else that I could talk about is more just more personal. Um, All right, let's pause it. And we- oh, shit. Well, we're back. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? There's five minutes until the next race or three minutes till the next race. Yeah, maybe we should catch people up if they if you're just joining us. If you just- skip to the last three minutes of the podcast if you're just joining us this is now a hamster racing color commentary podcast i think uh hal you're betting on popcorn i'm gonna take rocky the yeah. green hamster i think the green has done well in the races that i've seen um i think there's something special about that tube that green is in that green tube well let's break some uh let's break some laws or some shit here okay so which one yours is, yours is the green one rocky yep. Okay, so let's bet. Um, I'll do two hundred foot gun. Well, we, we're they're called foot now. We re, we we had to relaunch the tokens. So foot, you know, foot guns tokens. Foot F O O T. I bet you two hundred that popcorn, you know, beats beats your guy Rocky. Okay, what if one of the other two wins though? Then it's just a wash. Uh, it's a push. push. Okay, so I'll take I'll take those. I'll take Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, and then we'll dedicate that whoever wins, you know, uh, I'll match that two hundred to uh, to this proposal we're gonna make where we're gonna buy a pudgy penguin, and and again it's you know the token holders are gonna vote. Uh, it's not my decision. It's not Wasabi's decision. If we if you guys think we're idiots and we uh, should not be buying pudgy penguins with the foot guns treasury, come. Uh, Come stop us by buying the foot token. But I, you know, most of the people that listen to this podcast. By the way, shout out in the Discord to Nitro eighteen seven, who's like, he's becoming like the Charlie Munger of foot guns. I feel like I just like put in my trades, and he just says like, LMAO or like, I'm taking the short of that. I don't know. Is he is he auditioning? Yeah, he just he just criticizes it. What did? Charlie Munger said uh, in a recent thing I was listening to of them that like he's like oh if you're if you're listening to this taking our advice then you've already <laughs> fucked up or something like that. 
if you're in the discord with the shitheads you're a shithead all right we're at a minute and 30 seconds uh yeah I, it would be cool if they had uh can you do like exactas and trifectas we need to i need to actually figure out how to bet on these races oh maybe that's what we should do like let's just launch our own mm -hmm. side betting where we we play back the races delayed there yeah there's a huge ux <laughs> and improvement then we, uh, here okay, i mean race start here we go race start all right rocky i think we're seeing a close-up of rocky's butt yeah that's his butt okay look at the hands um, okay what are they doing look at rocky what do you, what is rocky doing he's like up against the camera yeah, I think we should just stop having foot guns being about uh, crypto or finance and just start doing color commentary on hamster races. I'm a little um, worried. Your hamster looks like kind of tweaked out. Like he's kind of like <laughs> he's like shaking a little bit. He looks ready to go. Right. So are you going to be the guy that does like you'll read off all the stats and stuff and then I'll, I'll do the color or do you want me to? I mean, I could do either, honestly, like, you know, um, what, what, we, what, what do we actually know coming into this race so far? Uh, we know, let's see here, uh, Hamster Popcorn is wearing the blue jersey. My Hamster Rocky is in the green. Uh, Charlie and CK Dude, Char are in CK right is CK is creeping me out right now. He's just staring at the camera with like some real serious... All right, the race, the race has started. I think they've... Here we go. They're the open. officially started. None of the hamsters seem to be moving yet. <laughs> Look at CK. CK's got the side eye. He's side they're just sitting there. <laughs> right now, they're sitting there. It looks like Charlie's butt is like sticking out a little bit into the raceway. Guys, if this is not the top of the market, like I'm short. By the way, I'm short Ethereum, short link. Like I am long hams though. I'm it is. Ham. I mean, it, it, we're getting it does, wrecked by the way in our ham trade now. It's uh, like it does give me that. confidence that these hamsters are not being mistreated because there doesn't seem to be any like stimulation to like make them go. It's not like they're like poking them or anything. They're just kind of like open the little gate and then the hamsters are free to just do whatever the fuck they want. Like they can just like, they're right. just like sitting there. Like, All what four hamsters sitting the there in the is. gate doing nothing. Right. What, what are what the incentives for them to get the other side? And is there like a time X timeout on the, the races? Like is the whole thing a push after a certain amount of time or? I don't know. We're about to find out how long has this been going. It's probably been going for like at least 30 seconds. All four hamsters remain in their starting cages. Like Charlie. Think, honestly, like how many races have they run today? Maybe Charlie and Rocky look like they're tired. scratching themselves. They look like they're, you know, grooming themselves furiously. <laughs> I think Popcorn might have fallen asleep. Oh, no. Dude, this is... <laughs> what is happening? You're gonna have to edit this highly in this podcast, I think. <laughs> Alright, oh someone needs God. to do something. I wish someone, I wish Cletus, someone I wish that Cletus would move. just like come into the to the podcast right now and save us. <laughs> um Charlie is just like Hindenburg. His, his head. Like none of them okay, I think at this point, I'm going to condone animal cruelty, and somebody needs to get their finger in there and, like, poke a hamster or something. At least put some, like, sprinkle some food pellets on the other side or something. Or, like, a nice right. piece of lettuce. Or, like, make it... Yeah, maybe, like... how? Yeah, how do you actually get a hamster 
to go to go forward is the real question. Um, you know what I think? They should have wheels because hamsters like the wheels, right? They should just like they could you could see like how much wattage they put out in a certain time. Right. Should I just start reading tweets while we? Uh... <laughs> oh man, I can see why this is. This is really popular now and more popular than, let's say, horse racing or American football. Um, They're still perfecting it. They still need, they need like the little, what is it, bunny that comes out? Okay, that the I saw, running. I saw, can you see? I can see, like, I feel like I can see reflections in Popcorn's cage now of like the background or something. Like, where are these? Oh, wait, wait, green. Look at Rocky. Rocky's going. Oh, oh, oh. Go, go, go. Okay, so the, my hamster Rocky has started, has made a movie. He's about halfway through. Oh, I would say that's a win. He's not fully across the finish line. He's such a, like, Rocky is the winner. He won the last race, right? Okay, guys, we're done. That's it. All right. I've won the bet. The bet. I think the, the, the answer is, like, if you're not short crypto as hard as you can with as much money as you can after this podcast, I don't know what you're doing. Um, hopefully, you know, sanity returns to market one day. Doesn't seem like it's today. Uh, like we said in the last podcast, you could probably, you know, DCA in. That's really the only thing I'm actually doing with some seriousness. But it is fun. I mean, it is fun to play around with the shit. And Wait, you're DCAing into Bitcoin? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but I said that my, uh, my you know, I'm going down to, I'm, I'm riding it down to 12K. You know, like all the bears say, I'll uh, I'll just keep buying it. Yep, it'll it'll be rough, but spot you know, spot Bitcoin. All right, and I'm a spot hamster till I die. Spot, oh damn, spot. there's a huge there's a huge red candle after that debacle well, over. Yeah, I mean, I, anyone that watched that probably uh, was not happy with the rocky win. So I saw so you two hundred foot put tokens and we're gonna launch a proposal to buy a pudgy penguin with the treasury if anyone is still listening uh i hope it's not my grandma why but if it is i love you um <laughs> wait why because like what have we been talking about i don't even know what we've been talking about honestly all right let's wrap this up all right i'll talk to you later <laughs> all right talk to you later